All right, what's up? What's up? It's your boy Tech G and the place to be coming live and direct for the 99 and the 2000. Hey, uh, so let's talk about something real quick. So I've had a couple people leave me messages talking about they're failing, they failed their IT certs on multiple occasions, meaning they've taken one cert and they went back to retake it after failing it the first time. And then they failed it again the second time. So first thing I want to do is congratulate everybody who has failed a certification. Um, you are now a part of the club because failing IT certs is a rather common activity. So don't be discouraged. You're not the only one. I too have failed IT certifications in my day and had to go back, cough up the money and take the certification again. It kind of is what it is, right? But let's talk about why people actually fail. And this is tied directly to my personal experience. And this is also directly related to me teaching people IT, uh, especially when I was in the military and then in direct correlation to what I do for a living now. Um, the main reason people fail search is because people don't study. People don't really go out there and do their proper studying. That, that's the main reason right there. You can probably find a gazillion articles, a gazillion YouTube videos of people trying to tell you all of the other reasons that go into why most people fail certifications. But I'm here to tell you the main reason is people do not study. They don't put in the proper time and energy. They just don't study. And there's a myriad of reasons as to why people choose to not properly study. Uh, people are lazy. That's that's probably reason number one. People are lazy. And then um, and then the other reason might be people just simply don't know how to study or they may have a bunch of external factors in and around them that is preventing them from studying, which can be thrown into the excuse bucket, in my opinion. But what I've learned over the years is most people just are simply lazy and they don't want to study. Um, <clears throat> now, I'm here to tell you, if you're trying to get into IT and you don't study, you're not going to pass these certs. I don't care if it's the IT fundamentals, a plus, net plus, security plus. What's up, uh, hoodie guy? I don't care what cert you're studying for. It could be the lowest level cert or the highest level cert. If you don't put the proper time and energy into studying for this certification, you're going to fail. Flat out, no other way to put it. You have to study. Um, the certs that I teach, IT fundamentals, A plus. I'm currently putting up material for network plus. And then after that, I'll be putting up material for Security Plus. So these are just entry-level certs. I tell people it shouldn't take uh, the average person no longer than about four months to get these certifications. That's if you put in some honest effort, meaning you dedicate at least an hour to 90 minutes to maybe two hours a day of your life to study so that you can thoroughly comprehend this information because I'm not going to sit here in front. If you are brand new to tech and you don't know really anything about IT other than how to watch YouTube videos, uh, a lot of this stuff can be daunting. A lot of this information can be overwhelming. You're like, what in the world? 
What is a what is dim? What is so dim? What is a GPU, CPU? You know, you're learning all these new acronyms and terms. You're learning all this brand new lingo. And then somebody comes through and they're like, watch all 30 of these videos, whether it's on YouTube, Udemy, or whatever, or you got a 900 page book uh, trying to educate you about tech. Um, a lot of that stuff could be somewhat intimidating, especially if you're brand new and you're trying to just soak it all in. And, um, you know, because you're going in there with the best hopes of being the best student you can be. But then you start looking at them books, you're looking at them videos, some of the people teaching, they're dry, they're boring. You know, some people might feel the same way about me, but I personally don't care. But, you know, it is what it is. And then, you know, you just kind of zone out, tune out, and you just either halfway give effort or you just flat out stop giving effort. And then somehow in your brain, you're thinking, well, I'm going to go in there and take the test and just pass because of my good looks. And then you go in there and get thoroughly disappointed that the test doesn't care about your good looks. It cares about whether or not you actually learned the information and was able to retain it so that you can pass the exam. And then you come out of the exam failing and you just wasted a lot of money because certifications are not cheap. Certifications are cheaper than college, but they're still not cheap, meaning they're not free 99 certifications. But you have to go in there and study, ladies and gentlemen. You have to put together a solid plan of action for how you choose to study. Like I say, if I'm studying for a cert, uh, let's, just say, let's just say I wanna go do my A plus or my network plus cert, right? Um, I might, well, well, this is what I would personally do. I'd be like, all right, I got to do the network plus. I got to get certified by cert at such and such date. First thing I'm going to go do, I'm going to go get my voucher and I'm going to go pay for my exam. I'm going to go book my exam. So today is what July, uh, something, I don't know, but let's just say I'll be like, all right, November, well, not November 1st, but let's just say, well, hold up, August, September, let's just say September 1st. I'd be like, all right, September 1st, I'm going to go take this test. I'm going online. I'm going to go book the exam. So between now and September 1st is when I got to get it in, how I got to get it in. Meaning I've already given myself a deadline. I've already committed to taking the test by paying for it. And if I don't show up to take the test, I lose my money. Or if I don't properly prepare, I fail the test and I lose my money. So being that I don't want to lose my money, I'm going to go ahead and between now and uh, September 1st, put together a proper study plan, meaning I'm dedicating an hour, maybe two hours, depending upon how much I need every single day, five days a week, six days a week, however you got to get it in. I'm going to go find me a nice quiet spot in my house or at the library or wherever I can kind of get away from people, the wife, the kids, the husband, the dog, the cats and everybody else. And I, got, I have to just go get it in. And yes, I'm going to have to suffer through looking at these boring IT books, because I'm not going to front, I got a ton of IT books in my house that I've collected over the years. You know, the average book is, you know, they probably average around five, 600 pages a book. These books were made to help you go to sleep. Like as soon as you read these books and you get past the first page, you are ready to close your eyes and go to sleep. That's how dry and boring a lot of this material material is. And then, so you got to suffer through that if you're going that route. Uh, if you're going to watch videos like mine's or other people's, or you're going to sign up for a course on Udemy or something like that, uh, you're going to have to suffer through those videos and listen to these people with these dry personalities and their corny jokes. 
and you're going to have to just figure out how you're going to have to <laughs> get this information into your brain because you've already because in my example, I've already paid for the test. So you're just going to have to suffer through it. Um, and you shouldn't think of the suffering as as uh, this is just some lifelong suffering. No, this is a means to an end because the getting the cert passing the certification, you know, spending the few hundred bucks to get the cert could be the difference between you going from eight dollars an hour flipping burgers to maybe twenty, twenty five dollars an hour at, at your brand new job starting out in IT. I mean, that, that's especially if you're brand new. Um, if you're already in IT. Because look, there's only listen. There's only like three main reasons people get IT certs. Uh, the main reason is you're trying to get into IT. The other reason is you're trying to you're already in IT and you're trying to uh, maintain the requirements of your the requirements of your job so you don't get fired. Meaning your certs expired. Now you're out of compliance. You have to go redo your certification. Whether you gotta take the test over again or you gotta do some type of continuing education. And the third main reason people get certs is because they're trying to get a new job in IT, meaning they want to get a promotion, they want to do a lateral transfer, they want to jump from help desk to cybersecurity or something like that, but you need you know X amount of certs. So those are like the main reasons right there. Getting into IT, uh, being compliant with your job, or trying to get a new job in IT. <laughs> That's like the main three reasons. And guess what? No matter what category you fall into, we all got to suffer when it comes to studying. Every last one of us. I don't care if you make $150,000 a year doing IT, you, you, had to, you had to quote unquote suffer to get to that paycheck, to get that salary. And you, you got to do some more quote unquote suffering. But you shouldn't really look at, it, look, at, look at it as suffering. You should look at it as you are learning the skill sets that are needed to help you become proficient in the industry because you know what's what's the point in saying that you want to be in it if you don't want to learn it i mean i know it's cool to say and it's all the rave and everybody's online yeah join it look i make those videos too join it and then you turn on the tv and you know everybody's talking about it's, it's all kind of cybersecurity stuff you know they throw all these glitzy glamorous sexy words at you and you're like ooh yeah it ooh i can dig it yeah i need to get into it i can change my life around i can make more money all right yes you can but you have to put in the work to learn this stuff because i mean what's the point because i know some people what they'll do They'll go out there, they'll download these test banks uh, where, where they got all the answers to all these exams. It'll be like, they'll download this document. It's like five, 600 questions and answers on there. And they'll just study that. And some will be lucky enough to go in there and successfully pass the exam, the certification exam. But at the end of the day, do they really know anything? They just knew enough to go in there to uh, pass the cert. And now you're going to get, you may get tested on your knowledge at the job interview. <laughs> Let's see if you actually know what the heck is going on. And, you know, some people are lucky enough to get past both, but most people that I've encountered that have done that method, they uh, they didn't fare too well at the uh, job interview portion because, you know, they just simply memorized questions and answers without understanding the context of what they were doing. So I'm saying all this to say, if you want to get into IT, you want to make the big bucks, you want to become this IT superstar or whatever it is that you want to do. Um, you're going to have to learn the craft. You're going to have to learn the industry. It's just like anything else. You want to become a dentist? 
You're going to have to learn biology. You're going to have to learn all these medical terms and phrases that are associated with the medical industry so that people can get the warm and fuzzies when they walk into your dental office that you know what the heck a cavity is or you know what the heck healthy teeth are supposed to look like. It's the same thing with IT. Uh, you know, people are coming to you because they think we're all IT experts. They think we all know every single thing about IT. Um, but um, if they're coming to you to fix their computer or fix whatever problem, uh, they're entrusting that you kind of know what you're talking about or you at least know how to get answers to solve their problem. But if you too, if you don't study to learn what it is that you hope to get paid in, what are you doing? You're wasting time and you're wasting money. So, hey, look, I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, but, but you know, like I say, the, the, I just wanted to make this video because, and look, I'm not trying to beat anybody up. I mean, I failed SERPs in the past myself, but I'm telling you, the main reason is because people just don't properly study. That's it. That's the main reason. Properly study. Now, how does one properly study? That's totally subjective. There is no one size, uh, what's the saying? One size fits all approach to studying. Um, I can't tell you how to study line from line. I got my certain way of studying. Like, like I, I'll give you an example. When I read a book, I like to consider myself probably the slowest reader in the world, not because I don't comprehend what I'm reading, but because what I do, let's just say I got a book with 10 chapters in it. I'll read chapter one and I'll go through and I'll highlight chapter, highlight important points in chapter one. Before I start chapter two, I'll go back and reread all the highlights from chapter one. Then I'll do chapter two. As I'm reading chapter two, I'm highlighting before I start chapter three, I'll reread the highlights from chapter one, chapter two, and then I'll go to chapter three. I'll do that through the entire book. So let's just say the book has 10 chapters. In theory, I probably read the book about, about 10 times before I got to the end of the book. And it takes me forever to read a book. I don't care if it's uh, some technical literature, some fictional leisurely literature. That I can't read any other way. That's the only way that I can retain ensure that I'm retaining the information that I'm reading. Um, so that method, that method may not work for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not telling you to go do that. That's just how I've trained myself over the years to read books. And it was, it was a very hard process to, <laughs> to do that as well. But um, so there is no one size fits all approach to studying, but you do have to study. You do have to get it in. I, I, I don't know how, what else to tell you, whether you got to get you a partner, you got to link up in some study groups, you got to break out the uh, the handy dandy index cards, which is my favorite go-to right here. You got to do what you got to do, man. But you are not going to get around uh, passing these certifications if you do not study. So that that is the whole point of this video. Um, I don't know how else to break this down any more simpler to you. You have to study. And it's in your benefit to study because, like I said, what is the point of you trying to get this cert if you don't want to learn the material that's associated with this cert that can help you get whatever job or keep whatever job that you have? What's the point? You're just wasting time and money. You could be sitting around, uh, you know, just, you know, doing some other stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's the point? <sighs> All right. Jam Jamal, is that how you say your name? Jamil, Jamal says, can you break down... Can you break down that two-hour study block, such as where to spend that time, like virtual labs for X time, spend how much time on videos, take notes on videos, notes on book? 
I, once again, it's, it's kind of hard to, it's very hard to sit here and put together a detailed plan because I could be like, all right, you got two hours. Spend an hour watching videos slash taking notes, then spend an hour doing virtual labs or whatever hands-on materials that you have access to. That might work for me. It might work for you. But what if somebody's a slow reader or they're a slow, they're, they're very slow at comprehending the terms and look, I've come across people like that. That's not to say there's anything wrong with them mentally. It's just everybody processes, doesn't process information at the same time. So I can't really sit here and say one hour is enough for you to study and then you can dedicate another hour to the to the labs. Um, if you got access to labs or virtual labs or whatever, it is really dependent upon you as the individual. Um, you, you can't, just like I said, you can't really put everybody into a box like that. Um, now, is that method probably good for the overall majority of people out there? I would probably say yes, but you'll have these special cases here and there that might need to dedicate way more time to actually studying and or watching the videos, or they might need to dedicate way more time to the practical hands-on applications, because that's another thing. Uh, you got some people there, they'll whiz through the practical application aspect, but they just suck at, for whatever reason, at retaining knowledge. Hey, what's up, real deal? Meaning they can go through, they can build a computer from scratch. No problems. And I've seen this happen before. I've, lit I've seen this happen recently, as a matter of fact. I've seen some people take a computer, component by component, straight out the box, build it up, install an operating system on it, get it connected to the internet, and they off to the races playing video games. They are whizzes at that stuff, but they are horrible at learning what the actual components of that computer are, meaning they can identify a stick of RAM. They can identify the GPU, but beyond that, they couldn't tell you anything else about this component, meaning if I asked them a question like, I What's the difference between an SSD, HDD, and an SSHD? Uh, they, they will look at me with, you know, like a deer in headlights. Uh, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Well, we're talking about hard drives. You know what a hard drive is? They'll pick up the hard drive. They'll pick up the SSD or the HDD hard drive, but they, they couldn't tell you anything else about it. So you got people out there like that, man. It's just really a matter of... Uh, you're going to you're going to have to do a self-assessment. You're going to have to identify your strengths and weaknesses. And then from there, you're going to have to put together a plan because look, this isn't formal schooling. And even if you go to tech college or you go to college to learn this stuff or whatever, or, or if they teach it at the high schools or whatever, um, they're really not going to. I don't I don't know of anybody that's really going to sit here and force you to do a particular study, a particular way. Um, this is just something you're going to have to, you're going to have to develop these habits. Maybe you can research various studying techniques. I'm pretty sure there's a YouTube video out there from some educator, teacher or something that can tell you proper study techniques. But I personally think it's really just going to depend upon you, your personality and how you like to study. Because how I like to study probably isn't the best for everybody else. I mean, I'll give you an example. When I was in college, I went to Tuskegee University, right? I was an engineering student. Um, I used to live in this dormitory with a, with a bunch of, I, I basically, it was the dormitory where a lot of the football players stayed. And then we had a bunch of dudes 
uh, from around the way and other parts of the country that lived in there. But there was this one particular guy that lived on my floor named Ant, Anthony. We used to call him Ant from D.C. Ant was a math major. He majored in math. He, he knew everything about algebra, calculus, trigonometry. I, this guy probably has a Ph.D. right now in this crap. But when we were freshmen and sophomore, sophomores in college, let me tell you how he used to study. He used to study with the music blasting and smoking weed the entire time. Like that was that was how he studied. I would be like, how in the world can you sit here and do calculus homework and you sitting here getting high and bumping whatever music you bumping to the to the maximum? He was like, this is the only way I can study. And guess what? He got almost straight A's through all of his classes. And I'm like, what in the world? Me, I have to be in damn near a soundproof room. <laughs> I can't have any, I can't, I can't focus. I, I have to, I, it has to be almost deafening silence for me to study. That's the only way I can concentrate. Him, you can turn Tupac, Biggie up, Wu-Tang, whatever the heck we were listening to 20 something years ago. And then he could have, he could be passing, passing blunts and joints around the room and it's, it, was, it was just the weirdest thing I ever saw in my life, man. But it showed me like, wow, everybody's not made to go to the library and study. <laughs> like some people can actually study when there's chaos and confusion around them. That that's when they can really focus. And I kind of learned that lesson later on when I joined the military where I had to uh, learn to focus in the midst of chaos and confusion. So that kind of helped me saw, see things from his perspective, but he had learned it early on in, in a non-life-threatening environment. So, but what I'm saying is you, you have to figure out what works for you, but regardless of what works for you, you got to get it in and study how you got to get it in. You're not going to get around this. And I don't want to see people wasting money. I don't want to see people wasting time. I mean, look, there's nothing wrong with failing a cert once and maybe even twice, because, you know, if you go back and pass the cert, chances are you will make your money back through your first couple paychecks, depending upon what it is that you do. Like I like I was talking um, my last live stream I did a couple months ago. Uh, somebody somebody that came on there and said they failed a six hundred and fifty dollar cert to get their CISSP. And, you know, some people were like, oh, man, $650. So he had to go back and pay another $650, which, so basically he ended up, he ended up spending $1,300 on a cert that cost $650. Now, for some of y'all, I'd be like, what? Man, that's a lot of money, which it is. I'm not knocking it, especially if you don't make a lot of money. It, 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 yeah, it's a lot of money to me right now. <laughs> but the cert that's associated with that job that he was trying to get, <clears throat> his very first paycheck would have made up all that money right back. Guaranteed. His very first paycheck would have paid him all that money back that he spent and some. So, you know, you just got to look at, you know, the pros and the cons and look down the road and look at the overall ROI return on investment, which oftentimes it'll be worth it. That's not saying that you need to go out there and fail certs because <laughs> we don't want you wasting money. But you do need to find a way to properly study. You're not going to get around this. Um, and how you how you study it's, it's different for everybody, like my man Black Introvert TV says. <clears throat> Zef, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce your name. Zafarius Collins. He says, I may have an internship by the end of the month. I really think having the experience will be more help to me than to keep diving into the books. 
Uh, experience is the king in out in these streets, ladies and gentlemen. Experience is king. Uh, next is certifications and then degrees. Um, there's nothing like experience. Um, and that, that's just with anything in life. You got, you got people that are book smart, but they don't have any street smarts. So you got, you know, you got vice versa, but in it, it's important to get experience. It doesn't matter how you get it. If you can get an internship, good for you. If you are the guy that's constantly going around fixing your grandmother's internet because she keeps kicking the network cable out of the router, guess what? You can write that down as experience too. <laughs> like there's a myriad of ways you can get experience in IT and you can actually put this documented on your resume, no matter how silly or how juvenile you may think it may be. Um, experience is experience. You know what I mean? Because like I said, with the grandma example, I mean, I, I've actually had this happen. Um, my grandmother, you know, she died like two years ago, but you know, a couple years ago before she died, she would always call me or my father or my brother over to her house to come fix her internet. And it was always the same problem. She was always kicking the cable out the router. <laughs> like no matter how we, no matter how we rig, rig that router up, or, or uh, zip tied that cable, she would find a way to constantly kick that cable out of the router and then her whole life would fall apart. She wouldn't know what to do. Even though we would come over there, we would plug it back up, zip tie it, hide it, move it, do whatever we got to do. We'd be like, Grandma, do not kick this cable. Just be cautious, be cognizant of where the cable is. She would go through and kick that cable and we'd be back over there. Now, that seems kind of petty, but in reality, that's experience. Let's just say I was, you know, a little young kid or something just trying to get an IT. I can I can list that as experience because you're coming over there to solve a problem. You're trying to fix grandma's Internet, obviously. So you've identified the problem. She's kicked the network cable out. So now you've gone in there and you've successfully installed the network cable back into the router. You've relocated the router. Hopefully you've zip tied it somehow, some way to where it's out of range of her feet or however she's knocking this thing out. And then you're educating granny on uh, best practices on how to avoid, uh, you know, messing up her Internet. Like it seems silly when you think about it, but when you actually get an IT job and you or you're like the IT dude for your office or female, whatever, and you're running around helping other employees in the HR department, the marketing department, guess what? They're going to be like granny. They're going to be in there clicking things, kicking things, and all this little trivial stuff. And you're going to have to go in there and treat them like I had to treat my grandmother. Educate them. All right, let's, let's, try, let's try to watch our feet. Let's not kick things. Or if you open up an email, let's, let's try not clicking on random links just because somebody says click on this link right here. You know, you're going to have to do these things, man. And all of that's experience. So however you can get the experience in, get the experience in. Let's get this IT money. Super facts. Um, I'm going to try to bring my youngest brother on here eventually. Uh, he, uh, he got a, he, he a $40,000 pay increase about two weeks ago. So he makes about $130,000 now. He does cybersecurity. He's been doing it for like eight or nine years. So, you know, he's only 37, no wife, no kids. <laughs> tricking his money off on, on single guy activities. But yeah, you can get some money though. And my brother, like I said, he's only been doing IT for like nine years. He started off at the help desk just like I did. He makes more money than me. So 
it's, it's possible to get it. Um, anyway, so I want to share that real quick. Uh, I said I wasn't going to start doing lives. I might start doing more live streams when I just got some random conversational topic I want to talk about that I don't, I don't feel like sitting around putting together a, a professional video, you know, with my, my great editing skills. And I'm pretty sure y'all have noticed, um, I'll probably just start running my mouth freestyling, but, um, anyways, most important thing in this video study, you can't get around it. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to study. Um, but like I said, once you study, once you pass, it's, it's like, you know, you feel like there's a weight lifted off you. That's one less thing you have to worry about. You accomplish something. You can put it on your resume. You can take it to your boss. You can hang it on your wall be like, yeah, look at me. I'm the man. I got my A-plus certification out in these streets. You know, you, you, you feel great. You feel better. You've accomplished something, especially if the accomplishment is followed by a job or a promotion or, you know, something else, more business. If you got customers, if, you know, if you own your own business or something like that. So it is what it is. Anyways, that is my two cents on this story. So drop your comments down below. Also hit the like, share, and subscribe button on your way out. And I will catch you all on the next video. Peace.